Greetings, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Christ Over Crypto, where earthly investments become heavenly treasures. I'm your host, Frank Turner. And on Christ Over Crypto, our message is about stewardship of God's resources so that they don't become our master, but allow us to honor and glorify our heavenly father. On today's episode, we'll be interviewing filmmaker Kevin Sims about his inspiration of creating films, as well as the formation of his new production company, Intentional Visuals, LLC. We'll also be talking about how you can make a profit off your crypto if you've been hodling. But before we get into all of that, we're going to take a short break and listen to the intro and a word from our sponsors. See you on the other side of the break. Today's episode is brought to you by Bitcoin Legendary. New to cryptocurrency? Curious on how to buy and sell Bitcoin? Visit ebook.christovercrypto.com for your free copy of Bitcoin Legendary. This ebook gives you a step-by-step guide on how to invest in Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies. Legacy. I don't want to be dead broke when I'm 70. Christ over crypto, and it's really helping me. Yeah, Christ over crypto. Come on, hey, Christ over crypto. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, I'm so excited for our next guest. He's the founder and director of Intentional Visuals LLC. He produces a lot of short, inspirational films. Welcome to the show, Mr. Kevin Sims. Hey, how you doing, brother Frank? Good, man. Good. Thank you for coming on Christ Over Crypto. Um, you know, like I said, I'm going to just jump right into it. We're probably going to work, uh, I would say, backwards, forwards. Um, you, you, you're you the, obviously said, as I said, the founder and director of Intentional Visuals LLC. What got you into filmmaking um, in the first place? Uh, in the first place, what got me into filmmaking, that jumps back into I would say 2006, around the time I was graduating from high school, and uh, I was it was around the time where everyone had to make a decision. Well, at least for those late bloomers, I'm definitely a late bloomer. Had to make a decision on what they're going to do, what do they want to do for the rest of their lives, or what career they want to jump into. And for me, I've always been a movie person. I've um, I've had so many ideas and films um, in my head that's that. I've been waiting for someone to make, um, and it just came down to if you want something done right, you got to do it yourself. So that kind of inspired me to, well, I guess I should get out there and start making some films. That's pretty much how the, the idea was born. So, I mean, that's very interesting. So you, you felt, you know, the passion or the calling to make films, um, you know, what, I guess, when did you produce your first movie? And then after you produced it, how did you say, wow, you know, I can really do this? Because sometimes you, some of us feel like we have a passion, we have an idea for something, we try it, and it's not really good, we get discouraged. What, you know, what was your first, I guess, foray into filmmaking, and, and how did you do after you made your first film? Um, so I do remember that milestone in my life uh, very clearly. That would be, I believe it was 2008. Um, like I said, I graduated from 2006 from high school and um, started up Montgomery College 
um, from 2007 to 2008. And in 2008, I met these non um, nonprofit uh, producers who, uh, you know, welcomed me in, and uh, they were called Filmmakers for Tomorrow. Uh, that worked, and I was their first producer. They saw the passion within me uh, as far as, like, filmmaking and cinematography, and they asked for me to direct their first short film, and which I did, and it was called U Street. And it won uh, two, two film festivals. It won the award at two film festivals, and... Um, that was my first short film I directed, and yes, it was a bit stressful at the same time. I was uh, going to school at the same time, but um, after it was done, it was my, you know, my light bulb saying, you know, wow, I, I did it, and, you know, um, I want continue to continue to do that, you know. So my passion um, was, was uh, I wouldn't say rekindled, but, you know, it was confirmed from that point on. Right, confirm your calling an election. That's 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 how um we should be doing it. But that that's an amazing story. Just that you did your first film, and you actually got an award for it. I mean, a lot of people first time they do something, it's, it doesn't turn out to be much of anything. So that's that's a quite um a way to jump into it. Um, you know, I guess after that, you, you obviously got probably some confidence. What what are you working on now, and what do you see like as the as your next um you know, wave of films? Are you going to continue to make short films? Are you looking to get into longer films? So just uh, maybe give a little bit of information on that. Gotcha. So um, here we are, 2019, um, and that was 2008. So we're talking 11 years later, which is a big gap. You know, uh, for me, I went through some, some um, I'm going to use the terminology I know, trials and tribulations. I went through some some ups and downs, you know, life um, took me through uh, a couple of courses, but God also took me through um, his own course and his own direction. So 11 years later, um, at one point, I did kind of fade my passion, not, not my passion, but just I got distracted from filmmaking. I was just working like everybody, you know, I'm just providing, just working a nine-to-five and not really doing what I w really wanted to do, um, which is my ultimate passion and calling. And, you know, I kind of, 2019, I, I found my way, I wouldn't say I found my way back, but, you know, God kind of brought me back to my passion, and uh, which is filmmaking. So I'm back to doing that now. Um, and that's a big testimony. I know I don't have enough time to kind of expand that testimony in this interview, but um, jump into 2019. Now I am uh, directing my first uh, faith-based film, and it's a short film. It's called God's Plan, and um, this is pretty much the direction that I want to continue to move forward. Is making faith-based films, um, Christian films, and inspirational films. Because it's just a lot of other directors and producers out there uh, filling the call of just making regular drama films and, you know, with those messages. But there's not enough faith-based um, and Christian directors and screenwriters um, delivering the messages and films for those in need to kind of uh, get a more sense 
and um, direction of where God is in their life. So those are the type of films that I want to um, make from this point on. And this is my first uh, film that could kick that off, and that's God's plan. Yeah, no, that's that's great, man. Um, as far as your testimony, I, I mean, like I said, I I would have loved to hear it. I mean, I, I I don't know how long it was, and I'm not I don't want to restrict you as far as what you want to share or anything like that. But I, you know, if you have to come back on another interview, that'd be great. But whatever you feel like sharing, don't definitely don't feel um, constrained by any parameters. Um, you know, what's interesting about what you said is, uh, you know, producing faith-based films. And a lot of times, people take it as faith-based films are only for people who are say walking in the faith. But I think faith-based films um, I, I don't know if you agree with this, are also important for those who aren't in the faith, for those who don't even know that there is a God or if they maybe think there's something spiritual and giving them a, a, a defined understanding. Because to me, filmmaking is, a, is an art form where a lot of people um, watch and, and, and look at it. And so to me, that's a, it's a very important medium in which to have influence. So um, I really think it's impressive what you're what you're doing uh, with with that. And so I mean, I guess the question going forward is, you know, how do you you, you want to make, you know, faith based films and things like that? Do you have um, an, an, a connection, you know, some people, actors, studio like how are you how are you going to put this this plan together to continue to make films so that you don't have to say, wait, another 11 years? You know, we don't want to have, you know, film one, 2008, film two, 2019, 2030. There's not that many years left. Right. You got to kind of kind of uh, rip some off here so like what is your plan to be um, more i guess um i want some more productive but produce say more uh content um in, in the future uh sure um and before i answer that question i just want to jump back to uh um, um to your agreement yes i agree with you as well like faith-based and christian films aren't just for uh, um, the community of, of brothers and sisters that already know Christ, but for for the world itself. Um, and that's, and I, yes, I wholeheartedly agree with that. And that's the reason um, why, um, well, and it, I, I kind of use faith-based films because uh, if we be honest, like the world and people that um, are, are not close to God are easily swayed by, you know, labels and, you know, from what they hear and what they see on the media and stuff about, um, you know, church and et cetera. So that's why um, I want to keep it, I don't want to kind of like push too hard when it comes to my films and the name and labels and stuff like that. So um, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm going to create my films and try to reach um, the world and people who are not there yet with Christ um, with a strategy. You know, I'm not going to try to go too hard with with the films and, you know, kind of push them away further from the Lord. So this first film, um, which is called God's Plan, is um, um, not too pushy with with um, with the, the word and with, you know, God and, and our Lord and Savior Jesus, you know. Um, so it's it's like this being the first film, I'm keeping it a little light tone with um, everything that I know about, you know, God and everything. And then my next films, I'm going to go a little bit deeper with the messages, right? So God's plan is just to kind of reel them in, you know what I'm saying? Like the harvest, when that when the scripture, when they talk about, um, the harvest is many, but the labors 
uh, few. Um, I want to kind of bring, you know, the people in, make them interested. And then in the next couple of films, I'm going to make my messages much deeper and then get eventually uh, get to the main, the main important, you know, part of the Bible, which is the gospel, which is about our Lord Savior Jesus. So, um, and then to come back to your most present question, which is um, what connections um, do I have that I've um, gathered around so that I can be more productive with uh, the continuing of, you know, this passion in in, uh, faith-based and Christian films? Um, I wouldn't say necessarily it was the lack of connections um, that created that gap from 2008, my first short film, to this one. It was just life's course. And uh, and as you know, um, Brother Frank, that everything happens is on purpose and for purpose. Like, everything that happens is is for our good, and um, it's part of God's plan. And that all of that just ties into the film, man. I tell you, like the film, the message is light tone, but it's so relevant. But um, everything that happened from 2008 to 2020, um, 2019 now uh, was perfect. Like it, it, everything that happened kind of molded me to the person that I needed to be to make this short film. And everything that I learned from 2008 to 2019 was what I needed, um, the growth was needed from then um, so that I can, you know, uh, create the right message in this film and the the other films as well. So um, it was just a matter of growth um, as far as that gap. But moving forward, I am connecting with other uh, like-minded brothers and sisters to help build up the presence and the message behind the uh, Christian films that I plan to make uh, going forward. Um, And we all want to team up so that we can, you know, push these films to, to the broader, to the broader, uh, you know, uh, masses and audience and viewers. Man, that's a great answer. Um, In fact, you know, when you, you got me thinking of your answer, uh, led me to Romans 8:28, where the Apostle Paul says, and we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him who have been called according to his purpose. Uh, I think that's very interesting. You know, you got an 11-year gap. Like I said, I, you know, may have mistakenly framed it as, hell, you, you know, you, you you were unproductive, but really that could have been the seed to your next your next thing. So I do want to correct myself in saying that just because sometimes we look at a we have that worldly standpoint of oh you know are you are, are you producing or in and, and god is values quantity over quality and so now with that gap like you said um you, like so you didn't have time to get into everything that went into that 11 years but that might be everything you need for the next 11 years right of, of movie making or and, and beyond you know hopefully god willing for you so i think that's a that's a great response um and i just want to encourage anybody listening to and this part, go ahead go ahead and, and um and and part of it is also just me, um, <clears throat> the person that Kevin, you know, the person that God created. Like, you know, God creates us all different. And me, I know I, I'm sometimes hard headed, and I'm sometimes I'm a, definitely a late bloomer. So, you know, some of us uh, might 
come around later than others. You know, others might be quicker. You know, their uh, their faith might be already um, bigger uh, or present than the other person because there's another scripture that says um, God gives everyone a small measure of faith and everybody has a different measure of faith um, starting off. So, you know, um, so it, it 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 definitely depends on the individual. You know, on how soon or how soon or quickly they they come around to God in their purpose, right? So that was just so part of that was what I explained earlier. Then the other part was just me being Kevin. <laughs> no, I mean I I, tell, I that's that's perfectly legit. I, I like I said I was I was just saying, you know, we just want to encourage anybody listening to this that the, this is there's there's no wrong I wouldn't say there's no wrong path. But there's no wrong steps that you can take when you're walking in God's path. Right. I know that we, we might look at it as like, oh, I you know, I spent time doing this or that. But he has a story. Um, and a lot of times the reason why you go through that path so that when you get get where you're going to go, you know that he lifted you up there. Sometimes yeah. if you get there right. too fast, you might think, oh, well, yeah. I, I made it on my own. You know, I did my first film right. and then I right. made 20 films. You know what I'm saying? So, um, right. to, to, exactly. so you know, so I, I just I just want like, to encourage anybody who – Maybe they started off in in something and they felt like they were called and they had like a little bit of discouragement. And they've been in a down season. Don't take mm-hmm. that. You know, Joseph. You know, um, had a dream and then he then he went to prison, right, for years. And then you know he obviously came out and you know saved his family in Egypt. Obviously that's that's in Genesis. Um, you know, but the point is, like we don't know the past. Like God, you know, will show us the vision sometimes at the beginning. He'll give us the taste of like hey this is what because he's he's the thing that makes god so amazing is he's the author of finished work so he already knows the end from the beginning so he might give you an experience he might show you a vision that says oh hey i'm going to do this thing but then you're not there and so then it's like how do you navigate to what you feel like you saw like you said growing your faith and so i think that what you're sharing today is just a great testimony for anybody listening who's in that season we all go through those seasons um, and, and so I think it's just important. I, I, I thank you just for being, like I said, really transparent. And like I said, maybe you can come back on another time and, and kind of share your full, full testimony. But I think just what you've shared so far today um, has been really good. Um, one thing I want to ask before I get you out of here is how can the listeners connect with you? They're interested in finding your films. How can I find out what Kevin Sims is doing? How can I find out what intentional visuals when they're re- releasing new movies or short stories or whatever, short documentaries, whatever you're producing, how can I get in touch with that? Yes. Uh, so you can um, actually learn more about the film, God's Plan. Uh, if you, uh, it's on, We have a link on our website, which has a little bit of background of the film, um, as well as the trailer that we did release. And that should be on... Um, www.iv-films.com forward slash I believe it's God's Plan dash film or you should be able to Google God's Plan film um, by intentional visuals and it should pop up. My Instagram is at intentional um, excuse me at intentional underscore visuals and um, I just encourage, uh, like we both spoke, like not only those who already know God, um, but those who do not know God, and you're trying to figure out what is your purpose, 
um, here on earth? What gifts do you have and how to use them um, and for uh, um, a bigger bigger picture, you know, bigger than yourself to make a difference in the world? Just uh, check out God's plan. I believe it kind of speaks on both of those both of those avenues. So um, I believe it has a good message for it being a short film. You know, it's limited to the length of the film. I wish it was a feature feature length film. Um, it very much could have been, but I didn't want to. Um, what's the saying? Bite more than I can chew. Um, so this being the first film, I wanted to keep it short, but it's still a powerful message. So I encourage every, everyone to check it out. Awesome. Yeah, the first rule of show business, show business is keep them uh, wanting more. So definitely maybe uh, less will be more. And like I said, you'll have a chance to maybe come back and produce more feature-length films. Uh, like I said, again, ladies and gentlemen, check him out. I will post all those links. He said they'll be in the YouTube um, section um, of, of, the, uh, of the interview. So you guys can check it out there. I just want to encourage everybody to subscribe to the podcast, Christ Over Crypto. We're on iTunes, Stitcher, um, Google Play. Uh, listen to us there. Check us out on YouTube as well. Um, man, Kevin, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, just want to wish you all the best um, with intentional visuals going forward. And um, you're welcome to come back on anytime. You know, you're a brother in Christ. I love you, man. Thank you for coming on. I appreciate you. The pleasure was all mine, brother Frank. And thank you. And I love you too, brother. Keep doing your thing as well. I hope you guys enjoyed that interview. I sure did. I, I was really impressed with Kevin Sims and just um, his passion for filmmaking and just understanding the process of where he's going. I think that's something we all can learn. I think that our journey is something that we all can appreciate um, as we go through life. So I just thank you, Kevin, for coming on. I encourage you guys to, to check him out and support him. Um, I'll be posting the links to all, all all the shows and every all his links and everything. I'll be posting that. Um, we're going to head into part of my fiat. It's going to be pretty exciting. We're going to talk about uh, how you can make a profit from your crypto rather than just hodling. Uh, I think you'll be interested in this. Excuse me, chap. I can barely make out what you're saying. Pardon my fiat. I only speak crypto. Pardon my fiat. Cryptocurrency news and updates. Pardon my fiat. Uh, welcome to this segment, guys. Uh, as I promised, we'll be talking about uh, how you can make a profit hodling in crypto. I know that's something that, you know, a lot of people who are in crypto, um, if you're if you're in it, um, if you're not in it, you know, you can just listen to this kind of as a uh, overview of kind of what's going on. But a lot of people who got in crypto in the last couple of years, you know, three or four years, they're doing what you call hodling. Uh, it really means holding, but somebody misspelled it in one of the forums. Um, they and so hodl uh, becomes became hold on for dear life. So a lot of people are waiting for. Uh, the, whatever crypto they're holding to appreciate and become a certain value before they sell it. Um, there are some issues with that, which I won't get into and cover on this segment. But one of the things that's happening right now is there are platforms that are set up where you can actually make a profit from loaning out your crypto. So um, what, what I mean is just the same kind of way you kind of put your money in a bank and you get interest um, and because the bank you know gives out loans and mortgages and things like that. The same thing is happening with crypto. There are lindo, lenders in crypto who are taking crypto assets and writing loans off of those assets. And you have a chance to basically fund or, or underwrite in some way indirectly those loans by depositing your crypto with some of these platforms and earning interest 
uh, in kind or, or sometimes in a platforms token on um, on these platforms. So I'll, I'll go in and I don't want to I'm not going to go into full full depth of everything, but I'll give you the three platforms that are pretty popular. Um, the first one is Celsius. The next one is BlockFi. The other one is Nexo. Um, I'll separate them out into a couple different categories. Uh, one, uh, BlockFi and Nexo offer compound interest. And for those of you who don't know what compound interest is, it means that as you earn interest, they pay you interest on top of the interest that you earned. Celsius does not do compound interest. So, for example, if you deposit one Bitcoin, you'll always get interest on one Bitcoin, regardless, you know, of how how much interest you make um, on BlockFi and Nexo. As you gain interest, you will continue to get more interest based on, um, you know, whatever. If you start with one Bitcoin, you'll continue to get interest on that one Bitcoin plus interest they're paying you. So it, it it's it, it will be it will add up quicker, so to speak. So those are the those are two different things. Um, BlockFi is probably the least attractive from a standpoint of it has it only takes it only takes two cryptocurrencies currently for loans or for or for excuse me deposit for interest accounts and that's ethereum and and um bitcoin and they have minimums the bitcoin minimum is half a bitcoin and the ethereum minimum is 25 ethers so those are kind of might be steep depending on where you are in the crypto game so blockfi may not be the answer if you're just getting into crypto you have just a little bit um because of the minimums required like i said half a bitcoin they are paying six percent interest um and then also for the ether they're paying three and a quarter percent interest but you have to have 25 ethers uh with celsius they have a lot more options available as far as coins obviously they have bitcoin ethereum litecoin things like omg dash bitcoin cash they have a lot more offerings and they also do not have a minimum which is pretty cool so that means that you can have any amount of crypto put it on deposit with celsius and you will get paid that's pretty cool you'll get paid interest um you can either get paid interest in the coin so for example if you deposit bitcoin with them they'll pay you interest in bitcoin or the or you can opt to get interest in a celsius token which sometimes they give you a better rate for, but again, it's 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 another altcoin they're pushing their platform. So you could uh, you could uh, um, get, you know get interest in that platform's token. Nexo is kind of the same thing as Celsius as far as you have um, multiple options to invest uh, different cryptos. One of the one of the ones that's kind of popular is Binance is on Nexo. Of course, they have Litecoin, Bitcoin. Uh, they have you know some of the stable coins on there as well. Uh, like um, USD, um, the Gemini dollar. They so they they have you know some of those stable coins you get interest on as well. So that's that's pretty cool. Uh, Nexo also does not have any minimums, so that's a pretty cool thing that you don't have minimums uh, and you can deposit there and earn interest. Another cool thing about all of these different platforms, you can use them from a business account. So if you have a um, IRA, you can use that. Uh, as an investment vehicle as well. If you have just a regular business and you want to set up a business account, you can do that as well. These platforms allow you to invest as a business or for with a retirement account. So these are uh, platforms that you can do that with. So I think it's a pretty cool thing to be able to earn interest on your crypto. I know that we, um, you know, wanted to appreciate quickly, but it's not, it's nice to be able to to hold it um, or, or have someone hold it and give you interest. Now, 
The downside is obviously somebody is holding crypto. You know, we've we've had episodes in the past talking about, you know, cold storage in your wallet. Obviously, if you participate in one of these platforms, your crypto is no longer in cold storage. It's on somebody else's uh, platform. They have, you know, basically um, your crypto. Now, they're paying you interest. Um, I know as far as with Nexo and Celsius, there's there's not really any withdrawal times. You can withdraw whenever. I have I have done that on, on, on the Celsius platform, withdrawn, and that's that has been an issue. I know BlockFi may have a seven-day wait on certain limit. So those are things you need to read before you make your deposit. Also, I'd encourage you not to deposit all of your crypto into one of these platforms. And just in case something bad happens, obviously you want to make the interest, but you also have to mitigate the risk, which is anything could happen. Um, so, you know, but, but I still think it's a worthwhile idea to explore, at least with a portion of your crypto, uh, that you can be making interest on. I think that it's an important, um, thing that they're doing and it's, and it's, and it's really pushing the boundaries and the platform of crypto to be more than people thinking it's just a money laundering thing or something on the dark web used for illicit activities. This is a real thing. The unbanked. You know, one of Celsius's big things is we're we're helping the unbanked, and so people who can't get loans, you, there's no credit check for these these loans they give out. So people are actually able to come in and participate in the economy they've been shut out of with some of these different platforms. So it's pretty cool because you can kind of help some of the uh, you know marginalized people as well as making a profit on your on your asset. So that's that's really a cool thing. And, and the crazy thing is all the all the percentages they pay you. They're all higher than any CD or savings rate. I mean, we were talking about three and a quarter percent. That's probably the lowest percentage. That's for Ether on BlockFi. Most other, most of the other cryptos, you can get upwards of six to eight percent. Some as high as ten percent. You're not going to find any savings account CD or annuity that pays out that kind of rate from a bank instrument. So those are things to keep in mind as well. It's it's a good um, thing, like I said, to look at when we talk about diversification. This is another step. This is another layer. So now you have your crypto, you have it secure, but you're going to take a portion of it and you're going to, you know, lend it out and you're going to make interest on it. So I think this is a great next step. These platforms, I think it's really exciting to explore. So I just encourage you to do your research, do your due diligence. And when you're ready to take the plunge, um, you know, take the take the plunge and enjoy reaping the benefits of having crypto and, and the fact that you're helping grow the ecosystem and the platform. So again, I hope you enjoyed this segment. I definitely enjoyed it. I definitely one of my favorite things that's happening in crypto right now is some of the adoption things. So I'm, I'm proud to you know be participating in that and doing that. So hopefully you will do that as well. Again, check out um, podcast, iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean. Also check out Crypto for shirts and merchandise so you can show people that you're a good steward as well as supporting crypto. All right, guys, I'll see you on another part of my fiat really soon. All right, guys, that's it. Um, I hope you really enjoyed the show. Shout out to Kevin Sims and Intentional Visuals LLC for coming on. Uh, Again, uh, we encourage you to subscribe to the podcast, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Podcast. Be sure to leave a review and a rating, a five-star rating, uh, please. And I just want to thank you for your support. I love you guys. I do the show for you. I do the show um, so that we can talk about what's the most important thing, what's the most important investment you can make. So that's just always at the top of my mind. But I just um, want to thank you for listening, supporting the show. And I look forward to seeing everybody soon on another episode of Christ Over Crypto. Before we get out of here, I want to give you the chance to make the best investment you can ever make. And that's uh, one in, in the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior. And you know maybe, maybe you're never 
going to church. Maybe you're just listening to this and you don't know what this podcast is about, but you're interested in knowing Jesus is more personally, or maybe you've been walking with God and you've fallen away and you and you want to make sure that you, you start walking back with him again. I encourage you uh, to say this prayer. So repeat after me. God, I know that I'm a sinner. I know that I deserve death, which are the consequences of my sin. However, I am trusting in Jesus Christ alone as my Savior, and I ask for forgiveness of my sins. I believe that his death and resurrection provided for my forgiveness and salvation. Thank you, Lord, for forgiving me and giving me access to your eternal kingdom. Amen. Congratulations. You've started your journey with Christ. Let me encourage you to, to find a local church and continue your discipleship with other fellow believers. If you're in the greater metropolitan area of Baltimore, I welcome you to make your church home at I-5 City, located at 681 Hollins Ferry Road in Glen Burnie, Maryland. That's all for now. Until next time, always remember, Christ over crypto.